Suzanne's away at the moment. She's um, she's actually down in Glastonbury. Yeah, my brother's band just played That's Glastonbury. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. They, How'd it go? Amazing. So my brother's in a band called Everything Everything, mm-hmm. um, which I think will be meaningless to most people in Dubai <laughs> because they don't get any airplay here at all. But in the UK, I'm yeah. told, yeah, since yeah. I've been living, living in Dubai the last eight years, so I'm a bit out of the loop. But yeah, it's all going really, really well for them. They've just released their third album. Wow. Friday, they played to crowds that I, I watched it on BBC Playback and was just emotional watching yeah. this the sheer thousands and thousands and thousands of people watching them and um, yeah it's going great their music's been used on all sorts of things bbc's using it the the only way is essex used oh, it last oh, week that's when you know you've high a big compliment time. indeed <laughs> it's all very highbrow <laughs> <laughs> but i'm guessing it's not classical music it's no. is, it, is it what they the youngsters called the rock the rock and the pop and the, the rock funk? and the pop it's a kind of like art rock yeah which, which i know isn't very helpful but that they sounds do. terrible i know art, art rock i know and heard the, of art rock it's uh, uh, so it's kind of a bit of electronic. They do lots of okay. harmonising. Okay. Uh, my brother's a drummer, so obviously the rhythm's amazing. Is he drummer with backing vocals? Does he bring that flavour into he, it as well? He's not normally allowed to sing. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know that Poor feeling. Guy. <laughs> That's okay. He's, so, he's a drummer. Yeah, all happening. So we're um, I'm back to the UK next week for the baby's christening. So we're drag. He's told me they've, yes. had, they've had to cancel the festival so he can come. Oh. So I feel like a bit of a bad sister for that. But I do appreciate. That's his great. Effort. You must be so proud. Mega proud, not as yeah. proud as my mum, who's like beside yeah, yeah, herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have an ongoing thing, me and my brother, kind of who's the golden child. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, I've just given you a granddaughter. But no, I think Glastonbury might just mean he gets the crown. What do you do? You switch between golden child and black sheep? Is we that have golden you? child and, and the donor child to the one who's there <laughs> for organs in case things go wrong. Oh, yeah, so I'm very brilliant. much in the donor category at the moment. Your family sounds a lot like my, my, <laughs> uh, my family, my sister, yeah, as well. Uh, so great. Uh, he's down in Glastonbury having, having a fantastic so time. So jealous of Suzanne. Uh, to play. Dying yes. to see her photos. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, of course, this is the first time we've had a chat since uh, Is yeah. it since you got back from maternity yeah, leave. Yeah, that's right. I got back from maternity leave about, uh, about two months ago mm-hmm, now. So mm-hmm. back into the swing of things. I know you were just talking on a previous show about working and stay-at-home mums which I was listening to with interest I know and I kind of I kind of wanted to carry on chatting about that because it's a a great topic that the guys are chatting about in the agenda Um, and uh, it seems like there's been some sort of survey uh, and and, and they're saying that um, if you've got a mo- uh, families where the mother actually goes to work, their children have more of a chance of having a successful career. Yeah, it sounds like the daughters especially go on to perhaps earn more money mm. and are more successful in managerial yeah. roles. Uh, it also has effect on the sons as well, and, and perhaps they are a bit more aware of sharing yes. chores and jobs in the home as well. Probably because they have to. Yeah, quite exactly. Yeah. Make sure do the dishwasher's it empty. Done. Yeah. Um, so I have to say, I find that really interesting. My mum mm. was a working mum as well. Um, and I think it's all a, for, for me I was quite surprised I was expecting to have Phoebe and think I really I, I just want to stay with her as long yeah. as possible but actually a lot of it depends first of all on if you enjoy your job yeah. which I do if you're doing a job you don't enjoy then of course you're not going to want to go back you get that horrible kind of end of the school holidays mm. feeling about about going back whereas I felt like I was missing out a bit I missed mm. the team I missed having my own identity outside as well so I was raring to go I think a big part of it is the childcare and having mm. the trust in that childcare yep. as well. So I, I, of course, the first few mornings were fairly harrowing, you yeah. know, a bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. tears and crying and, you know, what have you. But the trust that she's in good hands and she's happy. And of course, I get home from work and the poor kid gets cuddled within an inch of her yes. life. But um, I'm, I am very glad I've gone back. And the fact I think that my mum was a working mum 
meant that she was setting a good example to me and that's how mm. I, that's how I feel like I've been feeling very ambitious since I've come back that I want to be showing my daughter that you know you can go out and you can do things and you can have that balance and I just hope I can get that balance do you think there's still that um pressure for women in in the sense that um you feel that you need to teach daughters that that working is is good acceptable uh, success is it's completely so possible management's possible it's so personal i per- i do mm. i personally do yeah. I, I feel like this is an amazing time to be growing up in in terms of opportunities but equally um some some women might feel like they want to be giving their everything to their children yeah. at home so it just comes down to your preference and and how and, and your priorities as well. Do you, th- do you think there can be some judgment as well, oh, uh, particularly from other women? I've never known judgment like it since oh, I've really? had, had a child. Mm. Everyone's got an opinion on everything, mm. on everything. And of course, you've got to bear in mind the maternity laws in Dubai aren't so generous on them on the leave you get. So yeah. most people will get forty-five days, and that's working days. That's sorry, that's calendar days, not right. working days. So yeah. it's basically about six weeks. Yeah. And then you've got to you know speak to your company about what else what else you can get off in terms of time so you do go back here a lot earlier than you would elsewhere in the world so I'm getting I feel like I'm getting judged from friends who are back home as well going ooh three and a half months that's so early she's so tiny I'm like yeah, that's the reality here. Well, what did you think, uh, producer Joe's here with us? You're a working mum, Joe. What, you, what do you think about the whole debate? Do you think there's judgment as well? Oh, absolutely, and it's really difficult. It's such a sensitive area, and I think that um, one thing that I've learned is that we all have to make choices, and you make choices, and you stand by the choice that you make, and you don't listen to anybody else's mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And even you can stand by if you change your mind, and that's okay too. Oh, and absolutely. And you know what? It's the hardest job in the world being a mum. And mm. actually, I think it's far more difficult being a full-time mum than actually going back to work because you get a break. Absolutely and agree. So and you, you get a bit of time to yourself, and even that 20-minute drive to work, you're like, ah. Yeah, and mm. you can Quiet. teach them a work ethic, and you can have a moral compass, and you can do all of that stuff while you know being a, an at-home mom or being a working mother it is and it's about the timings that you do it and your availability and like you said Helen it's childcare there are so many different dynamics to this and I think this article has given a lot of working mums has eased the working guilt Absolutely. pain and mm. actually you usually get bashed for being a working mother so to have a to have a survey that yeah. says well actually it's not such a bad thing is great if it's going to ease the guilt then do you know what fine. though tell me if I'm I'll, I'll, tell me if I'm wrong in this Go on. the only thing the well, only, why am I frightened to hear the what only you're about people to say, right? no no the <laughs> only the only people more bashed than working mums in mm-hmm. that sense, would be the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, they're going to have There's time. some stigma on that, don't you think? There's a little bit of stigma about the stay-at-home dad. I think so, because it's such a new phenomenon, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, um, and it's, it's like a real gender swap. Mm. And it, but I guess it's what the guys feel comfortable doing. Here, it's a really tough thing to do because there aren't the facilities. If you're, if you're a stay-at-home dad and you go to the mall with the baby. I don't know where you change mm. that baby. You know that it's it's not as accepted. No, there's baby changing in. I think there's baby changing in. The, there's a in couple. The there's a couple of malls. Mm. There's mm. a feature in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, I I, I ha- just happen to know by coincidence a, 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 quite a few guys that are stay-at-home dads, and they they came to Dubai, and they didn't come because of their job. They came because of their their wives' jobs, and you know they were working in you know let's say the, the states or wherever they're living. Mm. But when they came over here. There wasn't really any kind of urgent need to get a job. There wasn't, uh, in some cases, there wasn't really anything in that particular industry available. And just 
they didn't need to, they didn't need to get a job you know the, the well that's the role they're taking yeah. isn't it that's the role if 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 mum is breadwinner mm. and dad is stay-at-home carer mm. then that's the balance and that's where it works and isn't it time we just moved on so we love an expert we mm. really do and whether that's finance or education or nutrition and in truth it, it would be wrong for me to to write about any of those topics because <laughs> i'm not an expert in okay, any of them right. the only thing i'm an expert in really is putting a magazine together yep. so we we love to pull in people who know more than we do and uh, one of these people we've spoken to this month is a life and career coach called zita yarwood mm-hmm. and she's written a feature for us um called succeed in your new job mm-hmm. however i think a lot of these philosophies would definitely apply to a, a current job as well yeah but Often, if you go starting a new job, you want to have that right mindset and go in with some some clear goals and, and get your head straight. Well, the problem is as well is if you're in a current job and you've been there for a re, you know a reasonable period, it's kind of hard if you're going to then sort of change change sh- completely. Sh- yeah, change gear or, or change change completely. I think some of them are just about being a bit more mindful. So things mm. like staying away from gossip. Yes, is, is a great one. Oh, that's a big one, isn't it's it? A, it's a hard one, though, isn't it? It is a hard some one. Some of the best best bits of work is lunch and a bit of a gossip. But mm. yeah, when it comes to to work gossip it's definitely a smart move to distance yourself or change a subject where possible problem is though if you've got a boring job mm-hmm. then gossip- I, would, I wouldn't know Ray. no and obviously you. obviously <laughs> not you and obviously not me but the, but anyone who has got a boring job it, and then you know a bit of, bit of gossip can like, oh, the you know, they went for a drink the other night Ray. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing okay but so avoid the gossip avoid that the would gossip. be one of the top tips one of th- another thing which i think is, mm. is really useful and not many companies in the region offer it would be a kind of mentorship and whether that's yeah. a formal or informal but identifying someone within the company that you admire you admire their values their interactions uh, their ambition mm. and talking to them about how they progress in the role and and perhaps even take take it to a formal level where you ask to be mentored whether that's having a informal chat once a week yep. or a proper catch-up and giving smart goals over over a period of time mm. it can be hugely beneficial because in a way every company kind of does an element of that with assessments uh, yes. what, what, what do they call these the uh, appraisals. appraisals that's it you get the you get the uh, the goal setting at the f- at the start and then and you then get the sometimes they're just kind of forgotten about they are they can be they forgotten can. about can't they it can just be a, a bit of a case but of I think employees need to take responsibility for that just as much as mm. senior management so mm. making sure that your management um, is aware that you want to be progressing that you are being proactive and a, a good way of doing that is obviously being in record communication with your uh, senior um, colleagues mm. but not making a nuisance of yourself so going to them yes. instead of with problems and yeah. a bit of a moan but going to them and saying I've identified this but here's a solution this is what we can do this is what I'm doing for you I'd love to hear from any managers out there who, who kind of feel threatened by their, by their staff I, I think this is an honesty this is an honesty yeah, thing absolutely. here because you know like People can People will want to progress. And you're thinking, have you got your eye on my job? Exactly. Mm. You know, exactly. You know. It, but I, I, heard, I heard an interview on this station actually on um, uh, one of the the um, career programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Shane was hosting, and he, and he he was interviewing a top uh, a top exec in the TV industry. Okay. And the guy had just taken over a, a, a TV station in the Middle East somewhere, Asia. And um, he he said he put all his um, kind of top uh, management there, and he said, right, hands up if anyone in your team could actually replace you tomorrow if you were to go Ooh. and only two people put their hand up and he pointed at the rest of them it's like 11 people there he pointed at the rest of them he said right you guys who didn't put you your do, hands up yeah. i can't promote you yeah you're doing things you wrong you can't move up yeah. 
you two will talk because I can pr- I can promote you now. I've got a couple of positions that, going. That's <laughs> a great philosophy. I know. But that's what they say. You know, if you're running your company properly, you should be able to go on holiday quite comfortably and leave people junior to you in charge and running the show. Yeah. But there, there is that element of, um, I, I, you know, you see people as well, they rack up these holiday dates, don't they? Mm-hmm. They rack up their holiday dates and you lose them at the end of each year. But you, I don't want to go away because if everything's okay while I'm gone, yeah, then exactly. why am I here? Yeah, you want to, want to be, appear to be indispensable. Yeah, yeah. Whereas actually, if you're training your, your colleagues up properly and you're doing a preparation before and after, there shouldn't be any reason. Absolutely. It's a big problem here. People don't want to take holiday. No. And, and that takes us to kind of stress as well, because, you know, if you, if you start a new job, it can be a very stressful period. It, you could risk burnout uh, as that, well. Well, exactly. That's one of, one of Zita's main points. Mm. Avoid burnout. You know, you're so focused on making a, a good impression that you sacrifice your personal well-being. And that could be anything. It, it could be getting home to see the family. It could be taking regular exercise. Yeah. That you need to keep your, keep your head on straight. And, you know, you end up so exhausted that no amount of money could get you out of bed in the morning. And you just need to be thinking it's a marathon, not a sprint. That takes us back to the, the sort of the, the male-female uh, work debate as well. You know, I'm, I'll put my hand up and I'll say, if I'm kind of tired and burnt out, there's less expectation on me to still have to do all of those oh, sort of ra- round the house kind of stuff, you know. And I feel guilty. I'm, you know, you can be sat there on the couch, you know, and you're tired and you're, you're yeah. relaxing. And, you know, my wife will be doing what she's doing and, and, you know, I'm kind of thinking I'm getting away with this. How am I getting away with this? Ah, there you go. Yeah, see, I was finding when I was on maternity leave, um, Mm. my husband works really hard and he'd come home from a day at work and I would be ready for a chat. He'd be like, no, (laughs) this isn't happening. Yeah. And I think it's also understanding your uh, your other half and kind Mm. of gauging their mood a little bit. Like, yay, let's talk. And you go, no, I just need to decompress a little bit and have a bit of... Do you think men are different to women in that that regard? 100%. I really think men are a lot more efficient in being able to kind of compartmentalise. I think uh, this is very, very general and also very personal to me. If if things are going well at work, I think that affects um, my mood 100% through all the way through my life. Whereas I think a lot of men are perhaps a bit more able to be like, okay, work's done, I'm home, just need a little bit of time and then I'm going to have a bit more. Yeah. A bit more family time. Yeah. But that's true of a lot of things. So that's one of the um, articles that's in the magazine. Succeed, succeed in your new job, but also, like I say, philosophies that can apply to getting your career back on track or perhaps being a bit more mindful of how you can progress in your current job as well. Uh, what else have we got? I, I know you've got some um, new features and, and different elements in there, some we news as do. well. We do. So we do, um, up front, we always have a section called If You Only Do Eight Things This Month. So I'll give you a couple mm-hmm. of highlights for yeah, that. Yeah, please. Um, now, one, you've got, you've got the Animal House coming on later on. There, yes. A new animal modelling agency has launched. Oh, I read about this. In the yes. UAE. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, listen, everyone thinks that their babies and their animals are the most divine <laughs> creatures on earth. And if you think that Instagram is perhaps not doing them justice and you want to get them out into the wider world, mm. um, Animal Agency might be the company to to investigate. I, of course, have signed up my Cocker Spaniel. Of course, <laughs> of course. Because he is a thing of beauty. And this is for um, TV adverts? Yeah, print uh, ads. Movies, mod- whatever. Whatever. So, of course, any, any animal you see in, uh, in television and print campaigns... I think movies might be a bit ambitious for, Jar- for Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> is that his name? Yeah. That's not his full name, is it? I bet his full name is long, even longer than that. Uh, he hasn't got a middle name, oh, actually. Okay. All right. All Jarvis right. Cocker. Okay. Um, so there's a, you sign up online. There's different memberships available. It starts about 200 dirhams for a year just to sign up your animal and upload some photos. Mm. Um, and who knows? They might be, you know, 
earning the living, keeping keeping those. Uh, that would be nice. The rest coming in, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely. pull their own weight. They don't need to know what what the check says, do they? But you don't have to. You don't have to sort of tick a box which says, "I promise, I have trained them, and they will come on They're, demand." They do and, ask okay. how well trained yeah. the animal is. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't lie. Yeah. He's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's <laughs> what they very want. very cute. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Um, well, so during the month of Ramadan, mm-hmm. Wild Wadi are doing a great initiative where if you go along on a Monday afternoon, so this afternoon, yeah. um, it's limited spaces, but between three and seven, if you bring along three items of clothing in good condition and donate them, you get free access to the water park. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. That's so great. doing some good, some instant karma. Yeah, and, and did it, does it say where the, the items of clothing yeah, will go? Yeah, of course, I they're mean. going to the Beit al Society, which is for underprivileged families mm. here in the UAE. That's one of the great things that, uh, you you know, you, you learn about this time of the year. Obviously, the, you know, there's so many different charitable organisations. A, l- a lot of them come to the fore, don't they? They really do. Um, we did a fantastic... In the current issue... Mm. Uh, some of our homegrown heroes, a guy called Tahir from Moti Roti, one of my favourite people in Dubai. Mm. He is awesome. So they have a fantastic uh, British-Pakistani um, food trucks and pop-up food concepts. And they do a great initiative during Ramadan that I really encourage anyone to get involved in. Um, and there's a labour camp uh, construction site just next to the Media Rotana in Tcom. Yes. Um, and every night during Ramadan, five o'clock, Lots of Dubai's homegrown restaurants are donating food to the construction workers mm. there and looking vol- for volunteers to go along and hand it out. So we went last night. Yep. It's really heartwarming stuff. It was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Ticado were, uh, provided the food, so it was vegetable and chicken burritos, yes. then uh, barricade juices, uh, water, fruits, sweets as well. Uh, the guys there take a bag, come along canteen style and, um, and get, their, get their dinner. So... And what uh, was that? What was that experience like for you? This was the first time that you've done I that was, particular activity. Yeah, it started, I believe, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was away for most of Ramadan last year, and, and this year really wanted to be involved, especially since I've got to know a lot of the Dubai foodie scene over the last couple of yeah. years. Uh, it was really fantastic. These guys were just so happy for you know all the attention. Yeah, and, uh, you know, obviously great feed as well. And yeah, like I say, it feel real, feel good stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Well, every uh, night this month. One of the features that caught my eye in the upcoming edition of, of Good Magazine is um, is all about where to get things made. So where this to is get everything made. Bestoke. It, bestoke? Mm. Bespoke? Bespoke. <laughs> What's bestoke? I don't know. Joe, Google bestoke. It's got to <laughs> be a word because he just said it. Find out what that means. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> so this is all about getting things made just for you i think yeah. we're very very lucky here because having things custom made in the rest of the world is very much the reserve of the super rich it's the, it's your savile row it's your you know cabinet makers who are putting their children to university after build you a kitchen i'm Thanks feeling very my blood much. boil yeah, yeah and your wallet drain yeah however in the ua we have craft people aplenty on our mm. doorstep who can create everything from jewelry to clothes to furniture so we teamed up with the uh, the Sassy Mama team and we found some of our favourites. So mm. this we've got soft furnishings and curtains. We've got clothing. We've got tree houses, which mm-hmm. now I really, really want. Yep. Picture frames, carpets and rugs, jewellery, tables, linware, carpentry, home accessories. Yep. Everything. So what I'd love to hear from the listeners <laughs> are their top tips where they go to get things made. Yep. And if or if they're not willing to share their secrets, that would be that, that, well. This is one of the things, isn't it? Because I know um, I've shot myself in the foot by <clears> sharing a lot of these. You know, you, you you have. I mean, one of the things that I'd love to know. I'd love to find um, 
a, a completely tailored suit. Okay. Bes- bespoke, bes- not bespoke, bespoke <laughs> suit. I would love one of those. And I got very excited a little while ago. Um, you know the new little shopping center at Arabian Ranch? Yes, the, With the supermarket downstairs and restaurants and things. I went in, there's a tailor there. Okay. And I walked in and um, the gentleman's there and it said um, just... 295 dirhams. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, and I was like, I'll take yes! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, you know, uh, here you go, my man. I, yeah, I might have two or three. And But apparently that's that was literally just for some just sort of repair or, you know, sort of... to be measured. Yeah, exactly. Mm. No, no, I think it was. It was the consultation. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? No, I think in Arabian ranches you're probably looking a bit more. However, yeah. if you go down to your Burdubais and your Satwas, then yes, of course, you can get a, a suit made, but you're looking... My husband's a big fan of getting suits, shirts, mm-hmm. ties, you know, the whole pocket yep. square, mm-hmm. everything made. Um, about 2,000 dirhams for a, a very nice suit. Oh, but it's made to you. This is the thing. And, and if it's made to your specifications and your yeah. your exact measurements, it's generally a lot more flattering as well because mm-hmm. it's exactly to your shape. And you can have exactly what you want. You can choose the buttons. You can choose the finishing thread. You can choose the lining. You can have it monogrammed. Yeah. Yes. Could you be a monogram man, Ray? I'm not sure. I think I could try it. I could definitely be a um, a leather elbow patch man. Okay. But my, uh, on, a, on a suit? My wife would be fighting me every <laughs> single... No, I, I would take on my sports jacket. Oh, that would be nice. I'd have the sports jacket with the... Little with geography the, teacher look. Yes, with the leather patches. I was telling you off air about a friend of mine, and he uh, what he did, it's quite a good tip, this. He, he chucked out every single, uh, every single thing he owned mm-hmm. uh, in his wardrobe, and he went to a tailor, and he got everything made, uh, custom made for himself and now the reason he did this he's found that he doesn't put on as much weight anymore because everything's exactly the same size so as soon as he starts to put on a little bit this of weight a, it's a really smart idea he feels it whereas when he had his previous wardrobe he would go oh this trouser a bit tight I'll just use one of these other because everything's a slightly different fit exactly. isn't it exactly all different stores mm. have different measurements and whatever they say waist sizes but if you've got you know outfits that are exactly to you yeah. and those measurements don't change you haven't got a tailor who goes oh, I'll just give him a, a little extra <laughs> bit because he's looking a bit chubby Yeah. Uh, then it is a true barometer of your size <laughs> it's a great idea it's a good idea if you lose loads of weight as well to b- get a whole new wardrobe rather than because yes. then you find yourself slipping back into the old fat clothes don't you one thing my wife does though she tries to get me to buy um, <laughs> like mediums <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no no look look I'm 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 XL if I'm lucky if <laughs> I'm are. lucky no no I am don't, don't I, if I'm lucky and she's like no 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 you should get like an L or, or a medium what, so it's aspirational for when you've lost the weight I'm like never I've happens got, I've got a cupboard of stuff I can't wear now and that's me. why we're shopping and since having a baby I've now got a new shelf in my wardrobe which is basically called denim I will never wear again <laughs> and it's it depresses me every day but I kind of figure it took me nine months to put the weight on <laughs> maybe it'll take nine months for it to come off and there's, that's okay there's some interesting things in here though um, things that I wouldn't necessarily I didn't realise you could get custom made table and linen wear for example oh yeah you can get all things embroidered Um, a friend of mine had a dining table made here which was a huge success so she'd bought some uh, chairs from Crate and Barrel but couldn't find a table in her budget to uh, to match Okay. so she went to Manchester Mirror Carpentry they came over with lots of wood samples paint samples she drew what she wanted once they had that had that sorted out took a matter of two weeks to get it made yeah Uh, she was really happy with the price so I think it's about 
perhaps taking the not the path of least resistance which can generally be the mall yeah and supporting these these small companies who have got these really skilled yeah um, cross people as well i really do want a treehouse actually <laughs> that yeah this is I, I know somebody actually i'm just wondering if this is the same company um who recently started up a, a carpentry business really and they they build um, I guess it would be fair to call it high-end, but they go for any, from kind of any budget, small to large. So what, like bookcases and... The, anything, anything kind of like that, but also particularly outside kind of offices, oh, um, cool. kind of an additional man cave in the garden, oh. the tree house, the, the, to- the, the play equipment and all this kind of stuff. So it seems like that's a bit of a, a, bit, bit of a trend. It is. There's a couple, um, and you know, two of our favourite companies are actually owned by the same couple, Creations mm-hmm. and Chirwell. So Creations is very much the kind of kiddie-friendly, so your playhouses, your tree houses, yes. your outdoor furniture. Yeah. Um, and then um, Cherwell will do, I mean, they could do anything. They can do, you know, whole entertainment, you know, walls for all of your gear, yeah. bookcases, dining tables, beds. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yes. Bed made. Oh, no, that'd be amazing. Um, that'd be absolutely um, so amazing. So I'm considering it. Yeah. Say. Uh, and thanks to the texter um, who's recommended Prakash tailors he says they've been here for 50 years uh, three generations of tailors and that's the tip okay so that's where there's another one that's come in as well yep. saying feeder and satwa sell an amazing array of haberdashery products from amazing bling to cute buttons and i know feeder really well they are awesome yeah um last not last round around ramadan before i learned to sew mm-hmm. <laughs> a short-lived hobby <laughs> i've got very good at bunting and that's where it kind of peaked yes but um but feeder is just like this little aladdin's cave of gorgeous uh lace and ribbons and buttons and zips and you can make your own jewelry with beads from there so it's a great one for kids actually to go in and you know kind of make make do make it yourself over the summer i thought haberdashery was food no, it's not. It's buttons and stuff. It's buttons and stuff. Okay. Is, do, is that something that men don't know? That's okay for it's you. Just something know. that I don't know. Tailors would know. Yeah. We were just chatting before the break about um, where to get stuff made and yep, ask for tips. Custom made furniture, mm. jewellery, clothing. And it's not as expensive as you think. Blinds, curtains. I think a lot of people, you know, we're in Dubai possibly for a short time. But if you're here for a little bit longer, it's, mm. it's good to invest in pieces that you can enjoy here and perhaps could take home too. And once they know what you like and how you like it, exactly, you don't have to hunt around to go anymore. Back and forth and blah blah blah. You mentioned that carpentry. Uh, yeah, company. we've just had a text come in um, asking for the carpentry number. Um, I assume we're talking about Chirwell. Mm. So it's owned by a British com- uh, couple called Tom and Hannah, and they. Uh, we'll do custom furniture for every room in the house. So beds, built-in wardrobes, dining tables, sofas, bookcases, mm. everything you could imagine. Uh, their phone number is 04883-1615, but it's easier just to go to cheerwell.ae. So that's C-H-E-R-W-E-L-L.ae. Nice plug for them. Uh, thanks yeah. to all the, everyone else who's been texting in. Uh, Zess, uh, Zess, Z-E-S, Zess, is that your guess, was Helen? I'd, let's go with Zess. Uh, text in saying the Rolia, uh, roller area in Sharjah is, is great for tailor-made suits. Okay, that's one to check out. Goody. Uh, and um, a few other suggestions coming in here as well, which we'll get to in a little bit later on. Um, before, we've got like 10 minutes left of you, Helen. <gasps> I must talk really, really, really quickly. I know, I know. Uh, what are we going to talk about? The, summer, the children's summer camps? Well, just to say that it's not too late to sign up your children to, to mm. some ch- uh, summer camps to get them from under your feet and get them nice and tired. We've rounded up <laughs> our 11. So uh, we've got um, for bookworms, performers, um, science lovers, 
budding ballerina chef there's loads out there yeah. we've rounded up some of the best and some of them are running um, from the end of July all the way through to August as well so it's not too late what I love about this is it, it's all split up in, like you said into those categories so you know often you, you, you'll find in publications they list the, they list summer camps yeah they don't make life very easy for life's you. not easy and you're, yeah. tr- you're trawling through it and yeah. okay oh that seems interesting but okay it's not maybe the right price or the right dates exactly so, but here no, you it's go. all very targeted we, we are good trying to make life as easy easy as possible so we're the ones that are going through the reams and reams of information then we're distilling it and giving it to you and making it look pretty too also there's a chance to win a summer camp in the next issue as well so it's definitely worth picking that up yeah. save yourself some durhams there there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of choice but it's i guess it's not just about what the camp is as well you you want to know that they're going to be safe I, when, exactly. when we first came here and and uh, we're putting um, my boys into summer camps i just the concept of it was quite sort of terrifying because mm-hmm. it's not I guess in England you think of summer camp or in the States you might think of summer camp they're going away for a a month. This would be you're dropping them off, you're picking them up. Exactly. So we might stand up for a week um, and it could be a morning session or it could be 10 till 5 or 10 till 3. Um, and obviously you've got to find one that's suitable for the age group as yes. well. Did but you go to summer camp when you were at home? When you were uh, I actually did. I went. I did the. I did the whole camping summer camp thing and the cubs and the scouts, scouts. And, and the things dip, like dip, that. Dip, dip, dip. But just thinking about it now, you know, I don't know because you know we we dropped my boys off and they used to. I won't obviously name any names, but they do those activity camps. Yeah. You know, the, basically the ones that just are just going to run them round and round and round in a circle till they collapse. Yes, that's what you want? You know? <laughs> just sort of go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> but. Um, but you kind of, um, m- m- and my wife was much better with it than I was. So oh. I'd, I'd be with her, and we and sh- and they'd go, "Yep, that's him. Okay, put him on that bench there, and somebody will come and, and sort him go, out." And the bye. And my wife was like, "Yeah, okay, bye. See you later." I'd be like, "We can't just. He's he just sat it's on a the tiny person. Exactly. What's going to happen? There's hundreds of children running all over the place. <laughs> I think um, it's uh, it's better to choose perhaps a company that you've already dealt with. So if they're into theatre, you're probably f- familiar with the drama camps as well. Yeah. And then that becomes a nice extension of what they do over the summer Drama and the nurseries as well or you know are doing some summer camps they might already go there yeah but it's also a good opportunity to try at some new places like bounce for instance mm-hmm. is doing a trampoline you'll enjoy this it's called <laughs> bounce tramp camp <laughs> oh good <laughs> no confusion not, not there. training them to be a tramp <laughs> no um and that's uh, so that's good that's good for burning off some energy as yeah. well there's carting there's cooking yeah. there's absolutely loads so I'd, I'd also say you know choose it with your child Yes, yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, don't just so, pick it for, for yeah, them. Yeah, you know, they, yeah. Need, they need to be excited and invested in it as well. I mean, the, what, what, I wonder if these um, camps, maybe you can tell us, Helen, do they do sort of tasted sessions or days so you can kind of figure out if no, it's what but they like? No, but they're very keen, obviously, to share as much information as possible. I think these mm. people work with children. They understand what a big deal it is to be dropping them off in the yeah. morning. So they're, they're very happy to answer any questions as well. Good. Okay, uh, one feature as well I, I really want to get to before we uh, run out of time is um, how to buy fitness gadgets. Yeah, there's now, so many out there now. There are loads out there. So we've got a wonderful intern called Jack, who is in the Ooh. studio. I'm just being quiet this morning, <laughs> uh, and he is a real whiz kid on the tech front. So um, he's pulled together some some of the best fitness apps out there. So that includes um, headphones that you can use in the yep. water. Happy oh really? Days. Really? Swimming's boring. Uh, listen, I <laughs> I love swimming, but if it's a lot easier if you can stick a podcast on for half an hour yes. and just do bang out those lengths. Um, the Fitbit Aria, which is um, a really great wh- weighing, not a really great weighing scale, because it's a weighing scale at the end of the yeah. day that you've got to stand on and it gives you the bad news. But it's, um, 
it's a lot higher spec, so it gives mm-hmm. you full body composition, much the quality that you'd get in gyms, but you can have that at home mm-hmm. as well. So we, we've pulled together five, five of our, our favourites. Yeah. We've also um, found some apps that can turn your smartphone into a fitness gadget as well. Mm. One that I want to give a special shout out to um, is Stick who are our homegrown heroes as well. It's two guys uh, that used to work at Dubizzle, and they've gone on to form their own app here. Mm-hmm. Ben and Alex, they're triathletes, really into their fitness, and they're on a mission to get Dubai moving. What's the app called, sorry? Stick with a Y, so okay. S-T-Y-C-K. Yep. Um, and it's, um, it, it's all about a step count. So it's about offering real-life rewards. So yep. it could be juices, paddleboarding, apparel, oh, um, you know, goodie bags clever. for hitting step counts. And they've really got clever. a leaderboard, so it gets a bit competitive as well. Yeah. It's, it's a really, really cool app. So they've signed up with, you know, various like, outlets yeah, and retailers have signed they've up. They've signed up with things like uh, the Surf House and Essentially Juices. And then also, if you're on the leaderboard um, for an ext- extended period of time, you're eligible to win prizes. So things like breaks at Al Casa Hotel. Do you know what? what? That's, one of the, that's one of those ideas where you just go, oh. Yeah, that guys. A, obviously, that's going to work. And it's obviously really cool that yeah. these guys are Dubai-based and that everything's, you know, situated here that, and we can, we can do it and we can get moving. Well, I love I, it. you mentioned the competitive element of it as well. I mean, I've, I've been using one of those... Uh, f- you're just gesturing at your, at my, your my wrist. wrist. I'm just pointing at my... It's radio. You're supposed to lie for me. Hem. Come on, come it's on. It's a great fitness gadget you got there, Ray. I have been using, but I'm not currently using, a Fitbit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you can connect that to your phone yeah, as well. Right. So wirelessly, obviously. And you know, it goes to your smartphone and you can... Um, track your friends and you can start a you can start a competition in the day so you say oh, i could challenge you okay to which of us is going to get the most <laughs> i doubt it which of us is going to get the most steps in the day now are you more competitive with other people or more competitive with yourself hmm. I, I, well, i'm not competitive with anything oh. quite frankly, but no if i when i'm doing it i do like there is something to be said for knowing that you've got more than other people 100 percent. my husband's obsessed with stick at the minute so he yeah. will pace around the villa yeah. Until he gets the step count, until he's top of the leaderboard. So he did something like eighteen thousand five hundred steps yesterday. Yeah, which is nuts. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the pride of being top of the stick leaderboard. And so many companies now are, are doing this as well. They're they're doing uh, you know they're breaking up into teams and yeah. they're doing these challenges where as a team they've got to get to X amount of thousands of steps a, a week or what, a month. What stick does they they can create um, a, a kind of a ladder leaderboard mm. for your friends or again for a, a corporate company as well? Mm. Great idea because Very good idea. I mean it's tough at this time of year when you're really stuck with mall walking, but yeah. in a couple of months we've got that great track on the beach as well to yes, use. Yes, yes, yes. I think there's a, there's a feature in this, the power of walking. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine uh, goes out on the weekends and does uh, goes on the on the cycle track. And oh, Alcadra. Yeah, and, and he, there's so many, uh, there's there's a couple of different tracks, but overall you've, you've got a, it's like a, over 100 kilometres or something. It's a, you know, it's a real proper um, athletic yeah. <laughs> experience. You and know. then again, get your headphones in, get your podcast on and, you know, that's, time flies that's it uh, before we go um, Ooh, we've, had, we've the... had a few more text messages can okay, I just, yeah, can I just quickly yeah, read absolutely, one out please. we've had my wife loved Doctor Who so I had a life size TARDIS made for her <laughs> at the local carpentry shop in, in Sharjah very <laughs> odd conversation trying to explain what a TARDIS is to the nice Indian carpenters but even more so where I, why I needed one Nathan they're a, you're a good husband yeah that's a cool present that gets that gets some some ticks in the right side yeah. of the column for that we've um, also had a couple of messages asking about uh, slip covers for mm-hmm. chairs um, I'd say there is one there's one called Al Sharafi mm-hmm. um, and they can they can help out so I'll, it's as, as it's as it's pronounced so mm-hmm. S-H-A-R 
AFI upholstery. Um, and so they can do reupholstery and slip covers, as can Azuras, and they can do covers for outside furniture too. And quickly, we mentioned men's bespoke suits, but yes. they, they also do uh, ladies' high-end bespoke suits at Ensemble Fashion is, is the tip that we're getting in here as well. Um, Love it. 30 seconds. Um, I said uh, you've got a misleading article about uh, <laughs> called Anyone Can Paint, but, but anyone there can There is paint. a new workshop at DuckTack. Uh, one of my favourite places at uh, Morvie Emirates, Dubai, mm-hmm. um, and there's a, it's three hours, and it's about using science, about using the left side and the right side of the brain, and taking yourself away from what things should look like, but how to create things what they do look like. Okay. And we sent our art director, who's a creative woman, yes. but can't paint, <laughs> and we've included her before and after, and it was, she absolutely loved oh, really? this experience. So it improvement? Yeah, oh, huge improvement, yeah. huge improvement, and they've got great music on, uh, and when was the last time you do finger painting as a grown-up? That's got to be a morning never well spent. Never as a, a grown-up. No, so you can learn all about that uh, in the next issue. Helen, thanks so much for um, joining us. Pleasure. Um, the magazine's out pretty much everywhere, right? It's everywhere. Book, everywhere. Bookshops, supermarkets, mm. Mm-hmm. and obviously drop us a line if you're having problems finding it, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up. And Suzanne's got a column in in the magazine. She as does. Well. So she sa- shares everything good in her life. So some great restaurant recommendations, some charity ideas. And yeah, she gets she does loads of cool stuff, Suzanne. And Glasto, I'm sure. Yeah, that'll get a mention. Well. You'll definitely get yeah, a mention. I'll edit that. that out. Thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Cheers, um, Ray. You're back. Um, you're back in a few weeks. Yep, I'm back. We're doing some food, some food show. Okay, one of my favourites. Cool. All right.